guys, it's Nadia Mosley with Two Chicks with a Mic. We got my girl Holly Luciana on the mic with me, Two Chicks with a Mic. We are about to have a good time, have a good show. Welcome to season two, and we all here popping, okay? So, Holly, what's going on, boo? What's up? Man, chilling. And it's, everything is like, it's been a very interesting ride, like these past few months. I say that much. Very interesting. The whole 2020 has been fucking weird, though. Like, the whole 2020 has been off. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. The vibe is definitely something different. Like, they are, they are talking about tomorrow, the 21st. We all supposed to get our get our juice back with this uh, winter solstice situation. All this is, this shit's a mess. <laughs> People going crazy. Wait a minute. Is that like, is that, is that, is that like the planets coming together, the Jupiter and something? Is that, is that what you're talking about? Well, they're saying, okay, so the thing is, tomorrow's supposed to be, like, the beginning of winter solstice, and it's supposed to be, like, a reset for Black people. I guess, like, we've been going through all these changes, and that tomorrow, like, those of us who are in tune, we're supposed to be awakened spiritually and be able to bring in all the things and manifest all the things that we want type shit. I did see this. No, I was going to say, I did see this girl on Instagram, and she's, like, a holistic, she's bomb as fuck, really. And she was talking about how this is the season where you don't need to be around people who doubt you, who wish bad upon you, who have bad energy, because this is the time to be around people who manifest, who are spiritual, who are high vibrational and all that good jazz. So this, I think you're talking about what she's talking about. I cut all kinds of stuff. They have to go. Girl, you know, you know my story. You called me on the phone was like, bitch, you losing your motherfucking swag, bitch. Your game done knocked off, hoe. What the fuck popping? Hold up, bitch. Get it together. Get tight, bitch. Get tight. I can tell she fucked you up. If anybody who doesn't know what we're talking about, talking about my ex-co-host who I had on the show with me, and then she kind of did some fuck shit. So Holly is my girl. And she was like, hold up, hold up, hold up. I've been following the journey since the beginning. And bitch, get your shit tight. Get, get back right. Hold up. <laughs> I love and respect you for that too, though, because not because nobody's gonna really come real and tell me that and hit me up and be like, "Listen, I see what's going on. I see what's happening. You know what I'm saying? Like everybody's been there. Shake it off, bitch. Shake it off. Whole shit happen every day. Whole shit happen every day. Right. <laughs> but you know, we're both cancers and we're both sensitive. Yeah. So I'm sensitive. It comes with it. Shit. Yeah. I'm just saying. So. You hit me up and you sent me your new song and I downloaded that bitch and that shit fire like a motherfucker. Like lit, 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 lit. I love your delivery. I love your tone. I love your flow. I love the actual lyrics. Do you write your shit? I write everything. Bitch, you lit. So you writing your shit. I love the bars. Um, whomever you got to produce it did a fucking good ass job, you know, with the execution. Um, Talk about your new single, Vanessa. I don't know where that boy is at, so I don't know if I'm going to... I still got the last beat pack he sent to me, so if you out there one take, like, what's up? We need to figure this out. <laughs> so what's going on with the, with, with the new single, Vanessa? I really, really, really like it. Tell me about your inspiration and where it came, you know, all, the, all that good jazz. Like, how, like, how did it come about? With all of my music, um, because I do so much, like, I've I have my experience, you know, so it's, I'm not a cap rapper, you know, but so, but 
you know, but I will keep it light by saying that I go off experience. Um, when I do write, usually it's on the spot because I I hear beats sometimes and I'll take like, I'll be trying to figure it out. Like I can't get words to paper, like, cause I am a writer. So it's like, I'm in my phone trying to come up with shit. And it's like, I write like a few bars and it's over with. But with Finesse and all the other tracks that I've, that I've put together, like full tracks that I've written, it's like, I'll hear it and it's like, I'll just write it. I write everything out. Like I write the song in full and I'll go lay it down. So with that one, it's just, I just felt it. Like, I don't really know like all my words and everything are starting to flow basically because it's it's in my head. I think what happens with a lot of rappers, um, they don't have identity, some of them. So it's like the music is the A lot of people in general don't. Yeah, they and, and they force this fake narrative together. So they have to get other people's experiences and this man, this shit real out here. I guess if you go through enough, you're going to have something to talk about. <laughs> I'm going to say it again. You saw what happened with me. Okay. But anyways, so, <laughs> yeah. So, um, so you was just basically feeling the vibe and you had some, um, experiences and you jotted it down and you was talking shit and, well, bitch, who's Roly? Did you steal, bitch? Hold up. I'm trying to figure out. <laughs> eh? no, I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. Um, but no, but, but that was just one of the bars on, 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 on the song, Vanessa. Spit that bar for me real quick when you was like, I'm a, I'm paraphrasing, I'm gonna fuck it up. I'm gonna fuck it up. I'm paraphrasing. But you was like, you gonna get your rolly jacked and you ain't gonna know it's me or you ain't gonna know I sent her or some shit. Like that's just. <laughs> I say, you see, I'm a different type of bitch. You see me dripping. Might give a host some game because I done been around some pimping. And I said, um, she might snatch a rolly, but you'll never know I sent her. But it's like, you know, my thing is I um I have my 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 little experience, you know, in the past. You know, if you you know any working girls, you know what I'm saying? Like you know how that goes. I'm pretty sure people seen viral videos and you know what time it is, but you know, um I, I guess I stopped, you know, you shouldn't put your face on a lot of things, you know, because after a while you either get blackballed or you have people looking for you or kind of crazy shit. So, you know, every now and again, teamwork does make the dream work. Yeah. <laughs> yes. So let's talk about some of your um, affiliations with in like the music industry. So you've been, how long have you been doing music and what did you start off doing before that? Kind of in the music game, but not really music. Talk about that journey for a little bit. Well, it's interesting. Um, back in, like, I ain't no spring chicken. You feel me? I may look... You know, I, luckily, the fountain of youth, like, I, I don't know if I, every now and then, I get to go sit from that motherfucker. But I tell you, um, I've been around industry for a little minute. I say, like, seriously, since, like, 2000 and late 2009, 2010. So, um, I started off doing marketing promotions. I actually had this little assistant job. My first little go around with the industry has kind of sparked it. I had um, this little assistant job with this dude. He worked for G-Unit. They had him working for um, the Shadyville DJ South Division. He still works with them now. Um, but he had me doing assistant work for him. It didn't really... We're still cool. Well, I haven't talked to him in a while. You know, But y'all didn't leave on bad terms. Right. We didn't leave on bad terms, but he gave me a lot of game. I got to listen to a lot of conference calls. Um, definitely got to set some things up. 
uh, got my network together, left there. And when I moved to Arizona, I started working with the promoters. So when I was dealing with the promoters and getting in a promotion game, I was like, okay, well, I'm really good at marketing. Then I realized, oh, I can do graphics. And then, you know, so it's like little opportunities started to present themselves. And being in Phoenix, Phoenix is such a small urban market. I was able to, whoever the fuck was in town, oh, I'm VIP, bitch. I'm right here. I'm with everybody. Just because, you know. And so once, once um, I, I started to move around with the marketing and promotions and, you know, getting my network together, I, I really thought that I was going to form this big marketing company. I actually had, I don't know if you remember Tiny Chat, but I had um, a Tiny Chat. Basically, it's a video chat, a bunch of people in the box, you know, typing, sort of like that big old app is now. But I used to do interviews in there. It was different platforms. I used to do celebrity interviews in there. I really was going to go form a full marketing company. I just happened to move to Miami. Politics completely different. So once I realized, okay, Miami, you got to have money, money. You know, you want to get in these circles. You know, it's a little different. So, okay, I'm like, why did you give me some money? Well, the money led me to the street. So that's when everything changed for me, probably like 2012, 2013. So I completely strayed away from the business side of music. I mean, I had managed the artist. There's this um, football player, Dominique Cromartie. I used to manage his brother. Uh, Trey did that for a little bit you know it's like so I had all this experience on the business side of music but when I got to Miami I needed the money to be able to do anything so I was like okay and I got in the streets once I got in the streets my whole interest for the business side of music changed so here it is I'm dealing with these people one way and now I'm dealing with these people another way so I ended up I had a wonderful, you know, couple. I had a nice selection of females that I was dealing with. You know, we all we all had our had our agreements and everything. And so, um, girl, say what it really was. What did you really fucking do, bitch? Damn, because people be slow. I was into management. Got you. Got you. Big. Yes, I was into management. So I had girls, you know, because it's like you you may be out here doing your thing, but you may not know how to keep it consistent, manage your money. You might not have, you know, consistent transportation to wherever you got to go. So, you know, I did what I had to do. Made sure everybody was straight. We were a family. <laughs> and so um, between that and basically serving all the rappers with their party supplies, I pretty much did my thing. Um, that's how I got popular. I was around, I was, um, what really got me off in Miami was when I started to hang with Future and them. I was around Future and them, Brock on them, my homeboy, he, you know, he was working directly with Future, had me around them and, you know, that kind of went a little, I got interesting because of my relationship with my friend. But uh, it definitely changed my entire situation down there. <laughs> definitely did I didn't realize I had as many haters as I do you know so when I started the music and I kind of pulled that out of my ass that's when you know my Your relationship colors came out, out. Mm-hmm. definitely things got very difficult after that yeah difficult in what way though like 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 basically you were putting your heart and soul into an art craft that was technically a business and then you started to get some brick walls or you mean like you, you were having mental blocks as far as your creativity or like what do you mean by difficulties? 
combination of those things, um, mainly because I had no help. And with me, it was a few things kind of working against me. One was once I shied away from doing things from other people, you know, here it is. I'm I'm able to help you with your marketing. I'm able to help you with this and that. Or I'm, you know. When it's time to help your ass, though, what's up? Yeah, once you need motherfuckers, it's different. You know, they treat you different. They handle you different. So I kinda, my relationship changed. And then on top of that, here it is. I just literally started writing out the blue. I went to All-Star Weekend 2012, took this girl out there. We fell out, had to kick her out the room. She took the key to the car. I really got this girl set up in the strip club. She was good. She just somewhere else. Um, like Yeah, like most pretty bitches. Yeah, pretty much. So, you know, I got stuck down there, wrote my first song. When I came back to, I was actually in Atlanta at the time. I left Miami for a little bit, went to Atlanta. And um, this is like 2012, 2013. And as soon as I got back to Atlanta, I got in the studio with Big Bang. Me and Big Bang did Mob Ties together. Now, we did Mob Ties 2012, 2013, before there ever was Mob Ties. And I'll just say that. But anywho, you know, so... That was interesting also. But anyway, um, you know, the music thing started to change people around me because I needed their help. So either if I wasn't getting down, laying down, you know. It- or putting them down or something. So the music industry is, um, I lived in Atlanta since 2004, right? So I know Atlanta. Um, my ex-husband, He's one, and I and I say it like this. He's one of the founders of Magic City. So I know, and then just with that being said, and then of course everybody else like trying to kick it and turn up and whatever. It's usually music industry dudes. Like, you know how some girls be like, oh my God, I got so many athletes under my belt. No, my shit be like niggas in the music game. I'll be like, God damn, all y'all niggas like a bitch like, anyway, anyways, whatever. So, but, but with that being said, I got a chance to learn a lot about how music industry executives and producers and writers and how they think, how they move. Um, they're very insecure people. They're very secretive people. They're very cliquish people. They're very quiet people. Some are even pedophile. Like, you know, like some, some are even into pedophilia and freaky shit. And like, it's a whole. Oh, is deep. Yeah. It, it's a whole vibe. Like they, like a lot of them are really, um, uh, they're really into blackmail and, you know, um, homosexual. It's all. Oh, oh, yeah. A lot of gay shit. If you listen, if you're a woman in Atlanta and you don't know how to play with a nigga's butthole, you don't know how to fuck. I'm going to keep it a buck. You don't you, you don't know how to fuck. Uh, not every nigga wants their asshole fucked with. But if you in Atlanta and you don't know how to play with a nigga's butthole, you don't know how to fuck with that. Yeah. They will surprise you with that. You net, you'll be surprised. You might be laying there and he might just slip over and turn around, put his ass in your face. And it's like, what am I supposed to do? Or just spread eagle on your ass. Like if you out there sucking dick and playing with balls, he'll, he'll hunch his shit up. Like, okay, now go a little further. These legs just go like this. Yes. He'll, yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. Or you'll be fucking around doing a threesome with a motherfucker and then he'll bring in a 19-year-old bitch. 19. M- mind you, he probably be probably have been fucking with her for years. Thank you. Meaning she was 15, 16, 17. Okay, so this is what it goes. Yeah, okay. So 
Um, so fuck all that. But all, so so you got into all these different businesses and you were basically and they all intertwined together. Where do you think that that's going to take you in your career now? What have you done and learned so much? Like what? Like because I love the song Vanessa. I think it has a great. Um, it has a great, I don't want to say message, because, you know, like, you know, but it but it does have a great flow behind it. I don't know how to explain what I'm saying, but it has, like, a great. Because uh, this is what I want to do, ultimately. Yeah. Um, I, I feel like music right now is all, all fake hoe music. Like, it's either fake hoe music or it's like, you got the wannabe gangster bitches, and it's like, you bitches don't even be outside. Like, or you date. JT outside. The lamest. Okay, but JT outside though. <laughs> yeah, and and yes, some of them, you know, may have had their experience, or they may, you know, have happened to get up, get with somebody who has some game to give them. Right. But a lot of it is cap. So it's like you have a whole generation of blind bitches leading other females, and it's like, what are you giving them? Are you teaching them how to get money? Are you? Do you have anything else to offer? other than telling him to finesse some nigga out his bread or for him to buy you jewelry and bags and cars. Like, how do you get your own bags and cars and jewelry, bitch? Like, what do you really, you know, what what can you give to the next generation to make themselves sufficient? And that's my thing, because I know at the end of the day, regardless, I had to go get it. You know, I didn't have no nobody coming in, buying me bags and paying my rent and buying me cars, you know, and granted, I've had my experience with that, but it's not like it was a constant, normal day-to-day thing. So I think for me, my biggest thing is I just want to give a little more substance. I may be turned up, you know, it may be trappy, you know, but at the end of the day, I feel like I still have worked corporate jobs. I still have hustled. I don't care what it is, what field it is in, I have been in it. So I have something to offer for, you know, and I, I feel like there are females who I don't care whether they do more than me or not. They're going to feel where I'm coming from because it's not easy for anybody to get it. Right. No, 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 no. You're absolutely right about that. So basically your message is just to be a boss ass bitch. Yeah, boss bitch. Get your money. Own your shit yourself. You know, don't you don't got to be. Yeah, you can hustle these niggas, or yeah, you can get with some. You can still be a good wife, but still make sure you got your shit tight. Right, exactly. Yeah. Because a lot of these women are, are coming up codependent. So how you feeling about the rap game now and, like, where we're at? You know, I was joking a little bit about JT being outside because I seen her uh, live today. She was like, bitch, I'm outside. I ain't scared. I'm a fucking Asian dog. Woo, woo. I mean, like, let's just talk about a little bit of gossip real quick. So, from my understanding, what's going on, Asian doll was take, Megan so fucking messy. Megan the Stallion, she's so fucking messy. I don't like her. Not, I liked her music and I liked her when she first came out, but something in my spirit said, do I like her? And then my homegirl was like, yeah, we like her. And I was like, all right, whatever. So then when she started coming out with, like, good music, I was like, all right, well, you know, she is, she is popping. She is pretty, whoop, whoop. And I was vibing with her for a minute, and then this whole Tory Lane shit had went down. And I know Aquarian bitches. I know how I know how they move and think, and I know I know how they are. So when the whole thing had went down, I was like, I don't believe her. I don't know. Something in my spirit said I don't believe her. So then after all that, she's been having drama after drama after drama with with this person, that person, falling out with EJ, the stylist. 
Uh, I mean, it's all, I mean, all kind of shit. Well, I'll be honest. It started. It's like one thing you you have to notice, and I I don't care whether you know some people gonna you you gotta apply real life to certain things. You got a friend, right? You and this friend have been y'all been cool for six seven years. You have people that have that were there for the start of your situation. When your key day one people start to separate themselves or you eliminate them out of your situation, that says a lot about your character. Because a lot of the times you see niggas like, like, like men, men can stick to get, Gotti got his, a lot of his day ones. Oh my God, niggas don't, they, they, they don't fuck, let's, what, what is it with women and men? We are different, we, well, we are different. And so that's the thing. I, I started to notice, okay, all of your day ones are starting to fall off. Yeah. So, and then not only that, you you don't fulfill, like you have somebody who invested millions of dollars in your career. You don't even give that person an album before you renegotiate your situation. I guess my thing is there's a certain amount of loyalty that goes into everything that you do. And I feel like, um, and not just with her, it's a lot of female artists or it's a lot of artists out there who've done the same thing. They've had people who invested in their situation or they were there from them, there for them from the beginning. No, not everybody has been genuine. Yeah, some of their contracts have been faulty. Yeah, there have been things that have come with it. But regardless, there's certain shit when it comes to loyalty, especially if you really in the streets. That's what makes me, that's what throws me off about the music because People want to be so real, so street, but it's like you don't even handle your business like that outside of music. So that was my thing about it. So as you can see, all of her relationships and, and you can see that with certain people, all of their relationships go sour. Why couldn't she just have all of them on the track, though? But why couldn't she just have all of them on the track? How come she couldn't have Asian Doll and the City Girls? And, like, how come the track couldn't be a... Listen, uh, what's her name? Tonight is the night. What's her name? She had a she had a long track. You the, Like, the track don't got to be two, three minutes. It could be four, five. It could be eight minutes. You can make a song as long as you want it to be. Or 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 am I wrong? Am, 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 am I wrong? Because you know more about music than I do. You're not wrong. But what it is, is, is very simple. Did you hear it? Did you hear uh, Asian Doll? You you gotta go and you gotta listen to Asian Dolls first. I heard that shit. She did. I know. She would have. She would have. Uh, Eminem. It would have been the Eminem to the Jay Z on Renegade. Renegade. I'm a motherfucking Renegade. Yeah. Eminem. To me, Renegade was Eminem's song, but it was actually not. So it's like you know, you get what I'm saying. Like she got, she would have got killed on her own track. And not everybody can take can handle that. Yeah. Somebody. Hmm. And my thing is, it just because you have better skill than me doesn't mean it takes away from me being great. Because you're on my song. I got you on my shit. So even if you are lit, that's that's why you're on my shit, because you're so fucking lit. And all that should make Megan do or whomever were whomever for, for, basically anybody in this situation. What it should make them do is want to just be better or get better or rewrite or anything, but you don't gotta like be a whole ass hater. And then why is JT on here going go like okay? So from my understanding, all Asian D, all Asian doll did was just 
she was proud of her verse and probably a little confused on why she got off the track. So then she's like, well, shit, I'm going to let y'all hear because I'm still lit. I still promote myself. I still, I still market myself. You still got to know I'm lit. Like any artist does. Like you always promote yourself no matter what. So she showed her fans her, or her followers her verse. She didn't seem hurt in the original live at all. At all. She seemed like she chucked it up like whatever, but I just want to let y'all know. She like, seemed like she figured out what the fuck was going on. But anyway. I'll take you. I'll take you there. Okay, point of sister. I'll take you there. Okay, so, so, it, so, okay, so long story short, though, I just felt like, and I, I actually, out of the city girls, I fuck with JT more than Carisha. Because Carisha always rap off beat. She always, she just looked cute. And she would just held it down while she was in jail. So, I'm not, I'm not mad. I'm not, but I'm more of a JT fan, okay? I felt like JT deserves better. But anyways, um, so, okay, so JT... Got a little, um, what's the word? Shady. She got, she, she got a little shady and maybe felt threat. I don't know the vibe. Like maybe she felt threatened because I don't know. And then I guess she started throwing little subs and then the internet, the fans all blew it up. And then because Megan didn't like defend her, didn't defend Asian doll and was giving little hearty faces on JT's live. Right. Okay. And it's like, here it is. I'll be honest, I've seen, I know that Asian Doll and Megan are close. They've been close for some time. Like, since actually before Megan's first project dropped, I know, I, I remember seeing them. Because there was a point where I was trying to get into Megan. But when she, it was like the, the whole fake beach cleanup and all these things. I was like, you know what? You're not solid. So, I'm not going to. You know, anyway, so I, I, I know they've been cool for a long time. So it's probably a very personal relationship they have. Asian Doll's a street bitch. So it seems she's one of those. She seems got like she has a personality you could open up to. Like somebody you feel like, because she's very loyal. You see how she was with Vaughn. That girl's very, she seems like she has a very loyal personality type. So she seems like she's very hurt by the fake shit. You know, it's like, and theme, that's why I'm even me in my life. I can't, I'm not, I don't deal with females who are everybody's friend and I'm not everybody's friend. Because when you were everybody's friend, it mess happens it because they're not friends with everybody. It it's just you. Mm -hmm. So I just, I feel like it's very disappointing because um, all of them have the opportunity to be great in their own lane, in their own right. It but I think once things start getting ever. personal... Yeah, once things start getting personal and people start showing favoritism towards their friends. And, the, you know, Asian doll sister chimed in like, bitch, you fake as fuck. And now you're trying to play the victim hole like she did with Tori. Anyways, I digress. I remember a long time ago, the women in the rap game, there was really like nobody representing some bomb ass female rap artists. And then Nikki came in and shut that shit down for a solid minute. And now we got all these rappers coming out after Cardi B. And now it's every fucking rapper whoa, whoa. where do you tie yourself into that okay like like so you've been rapping for a minute so when when do you feel like you hopped into that whole spectrum and where do you feel like your career is going to be at now how, how the climate is now well when i first started rapping um it was before cardi b dropped right <laughs> and everybody was looking for nikki all my industry friends everybody i knew and i mean i know some i know a lot of people right so, I mean, I got some ties to labels, like, but I just, 
I don't like the politics, you know, so I'd rather thug it out myself, find the right situation for me. But one thing I learned was that they were looking for a replacement. They were looking for a Nikki. They wanted another Nikki. They ended up with Cardi. Um, What they've done is you remember how there was Kim, there was, uh, you had Kim, you had everybody on at the same time, you know, everybody, you had Kim, Brat, Misty. You, yeah, everybody was eating at the same time. It wasn't Mary. that level of competition in the game. Then it went to there can only be one. We gonna back one bitch. She's the queen bitch. There's no other bitches greater than her. And they tried to do that with Kim, but Kim wasn't that type. She was working with other female artists. So, you know, and so you had Missy writing with her. You had other people, you know, that were a part of the situation. So there was more unity. Now, these females are so focused on being the one, just like they're trying to give Megan that same platform where it's like, it's just one female, one sound, one style. So now all the female rappers in the game are following this formula. I don't fit into that shit because it's like, I'm not, I'm, I, I, I'll never be confined or boxed into one identity. You know, me as a person, I've, I've been able to do a lot of shit. You know, I'm not just going to twerk and talk about, Girl. you know, fuck with men for money just because I'm a woman, you know, because that's not the real part of the female experience. Right. You know, the only thing I haven't done yet is become a mother. So it's like, oh, oh my God, God. Oh, do we have a segue going in? Do you have an, do you have an announcement to make? Soon. So, I say I'm ready. I'm not to tell because here's the thing. Oh, fuck it. I might as well. Okay. So, everybody, I got a baby on the way. You got a baby on the way. Right. Boom. How far along are you? Part of female. Huh? How far along are you? And congratulations. Congratulations. Two and a half. Okay. Please, okay, just from a woman to woman, out of love, be careful. Take it easy. This is your moment to just to get at one with your beautiful baby that's growing inside of you. Don't let no out. I had listen. Don't let no outside bullshit. Anything that's a, that is supposed to lower your vibration, you have the ability to control it because you're not gonna let your baby feel that. And I promise you, you, you could do it and, and you're going to be challenged, but that's why women are so superior. You can always overcome it. Right. And that's what I, that's what I was saying about the female experience. It's like, that's the only thing that I don't have that can speak to all women, you know, is, is motherhood. So it's like, I feel like once I kind of cross that threshold, it's like my whole being is complete, you know, but that's what I feel like is lacking in the game. They're making women so one-sided. You know, and it's very disappointing because we can do whatever we want to do. I've discovered that on my own. You know, I, 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 I really in my my in my time here, I've managed to tap into different sides of myself. And I can't imagine just thinking that I'm only capable of one thing or that my body or 
a man is the only way for me to secure my future or get to the next level. Like there's so many things that we're capable of doing. I mean, we start businesses. We can, we can, we can have our name on shit. We can leave our own legacies. It's not just about. You know what I say? Naughty merch. Naughty merch. Men have three jobs. Fuck us, protect, and provide. But we could do everything else. Meaning we could fuck, we could protect, and we could provide. But that's the only three jobs that men have. We could do everything else and then some. So I fuck with you. I fuck with it. Exactly. So that's that's my thing. I, and I, I really don't have much else to offer other than some real shit. Because I done been through it, you know, since I was a little girl. So it's like I know what the female experience for young black women is. It's not easy. Right, right, right. So do you have a plan on motherhood? Do you have all these grand ideas on what you what you think you're going to be like as a mom, as a hip hop mom? Like, you know what I mean? Like, do you like what do you want out of this as, as far as motherhood? I would say I was lucky enough, even though um, I didn't have the opportunity to have my grandmother's pass. I didn't have any grandmothers by 12. So um I didn't get the elder experience. I just had my mom and me and her, we went at it. But heads, but heads. What's her zodiac sign? And I know that you're a cancer, but what's her zodiac sign? She's a Gemini. So you feel, you see the. My daughter's a Gemini and I'm a cancer, girl. Yeah, yeah. Exactly what it is. So, you know, I didn't really have that connection with my mother. But one thing I always knew was that she's a good woman. I know she she doesn't drink. She doesn't. She never club. She always went to work, handled her business, went back to school, always took care of herself. She was always able to, you know, she always taught me that even though she's with my father, my parents, you know, they've been together, what, 34 years, 33, 34 years. So they always show she always showed me that at any point, if that didn't work out, she got her shit together enough to leave and take care of herself. Like, so regardless of whether you are with someone, you still be strong as an individual. You are two strong people that come together and build, you know, you're not, you don't just like these, these women now, they feel like they have to get with the man in order to grow. And it's like, that's not true. You become whole within yourself. You are able to take care and sustain yourself. And then you come together with somebody who else got their shit together and you be twice as great. Right. So that's so who's the daddy? Hold up. Who who's the daddy? Listen, I this Jesus is Jesus. God did this. God snuck in my room and he 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 pulled the Mary on me. He said, You man. Jesus is the daddy. Jesus is this baby Period. daddy. Okay. I love it. <laughs> Listen, I'm I'm one thing I don't do is I will never force a man to be a man. And when I do see that, you got to show me what you want, you know? And I- Well, he wanted your pussy because he fucked you raw and got you pregnant. Yeah, but you're not going to fuck my baby up though. You know, by the way you think, the way you live your life. If, if, yeah, I, I need mine to have it together. That's when you make the executive decisions as a mother or just as a woman in general. No, you, you are doing right. I'm on a mission, you know, and I want my child to have some something real, some substance, some structure, and it ain't going to come out the streets. No. So, you know, if that's where you are with your life, then you do you, you know, but I know mine, we got to have something going on. This, this guy body over here.
So not to get too personal, were you um were you single just having fun and dating? Like, you know, whomever, or or were you kinda like committed and serious with him and then it got too serious and now you got the baby and you're like, whoa, what are we gonna do? Like how was the how was that di- how was the dynamic of the relationship? It was a long term casual situation. It's somebody that I had been dealing with casually. Um, but you know, I don't I can't say that we never had any kind of a relationship, more just like understanding, you know, it's like we got our vibe. So it's like we come together, it's our vibe, you know, and you you make sure you make sure I'm straight, you know, I need anything and I go about my business. Right, right, right. So it's very casual. <laughs> That's bomb as fuck. But I'm gonna tell you like this. Do you think that uh one day you do see yourself as a wife? Or do you do you feel like you do see yourself? Oh, yeah. They trying to get me now. I even know when I got one on the way. Who ah because pregnant pussy is the best pussy, biatch. The pressure is real. That's why I'm focused on this snapback. That's it. I just gotta be the fine baby mama. You are gonna be the MILF. Watch, watch you be the MILF. I'm gonna go grab my other phone, okay? Because we're gonna start making some prank calls, okay? All right, bet. <laughs> you gonna have some fun. Hold on. <laughs> I should have had it already popping, but my daughter's on it. So see, this, see, see what you got to go through. This, this is what you gonna have have, uh, have to go through. You gonna have to go through all this kind of shit when you have your fucking kids. You gotta multi-manage shit. I'll be right back. Let's <laughs> talk a little shit. Hold up. She said for me to talk shit. Uh, I ain't really no shit talker, unfortunately. But I will say, get your money, get your shit together, keep your shit together, and don't depend on these niggas for nothing, because a lot of these niggas be capped. A real king, he gonna show you he a king. Feel me? You don't gotta ask no questions. You don't gotta worry about no other bitches. None of that. It's gonna come with the security you're looking for. (laughs) Feel me? So, in the meantime... No matter what your circumstances are, I don't care if you got 10 kids. I know I got a cousin who got nine of them over. She got nine kids. Same baby daddy. And you know what? She a boss bitch. She handling her business, surprisingly enough, with nine kids. So, at the end of the day, I'm ready for this music to drop. It's going to be lit. And wait for this video. Oh, yeah. Talk about your, talk about your music video. Yes, I'm so oh my god what so so first off i saw the um i saw the what you call it yes yeah, my first one yeah so so you had three no you know what would you say six or three different videos? it was four videographers yeah videographers and they all capture like they all had their own road capture their own film and they're all working together to do the video it's gonna be so crazy just because like with the different perspectives they all kind of they all got their own shooting style and they all capture different sides of me. Mm-hmm. And that's really what I wanted because I know I'm, I'm kind of, I'm not the most photogenic person. I am one of those look better in person people. <laughs> I feel like, I, you know what? I feel like I'm like that too. And I also feel like I look better without no makeup on. That's just me though. I, I do feel like that. Girl, that whole little baby situation is crazy too. Yes, it is. Oh, I'll just wait. Oh, let him not, let him after, oh, please, let him act up. Uh, I'm, everybody gonna know, too. He was just at Future House, too, the other day. Oh, trust me, oh, it's gonna be big. 
Mm-hmm. Gonna be blockbuster big and they can play with me. Because okay. I don't mind putting a nigga on French Street. Especially about especially about man things, things you're supposed to do as a man. Oh no, I put your ass on French Street, boy. Don't you believe in uh gender roles? I believe in gender roles. Facts. You gonna have to come find me, boy. I believe in motherfucking gender roles. I, I'm I'm with the shit now. What you're not finna do is come for me. Like I'll now cause mind you, I'll make sure my shit's straight. Like kind of like you were saying, like I'll make sure my shit's straight, but what you're not gonna do is come for me anyways. I like to hold my men accountable. What about you? Definitely. You gonna if, especially if you have now you basically have a role in my life, or and it's not even about me, you know, it's it's about the child, you know? So it's like, that's bigger than me, you know? So at the end of the day, they're like, if you can't do that as a man, what are you? Like, you gonna run, how is anybody supposed to think you some kind of a real nigga? You don't even take care of your kids. That's weird. So I wish we, I wish it would come to that. <laughs> you better show up and show out. Right. So who do you want to prank call? Do you want to prank call real? Cause this, okay, now mind you, this is a New York number, okay? Okay. So who do you want to prank call? Do you want to prank call some real industry people or randoms or like, or like nobody in the industry? And, and, and what are we going to say when we prank call them? Cause I was thinking I was going to say like, um, I'm pregnant with your baby or, um, or <laughs> like, Hey, um, I'm pregnant. <laughs> They'd be like, hello. Oh, I'm pregnant. Remember we was in. So I kind of wanted to do my ex-boyfriend Antonio. <laughs> That's LA Reed's son and Antonio Reed. I kind of want to prank call him if he picks up. I'm dead. And be I'm like, dead. oh my God, I'm pregnant. <laughs> he might think you for real. <laughs> or, um, but what's another thing to say when you prank call a dude that's going to fuck his head up besides I'm pregnant? Okay, if we do go the baby route, right? Since the whole kind of evening has become. A coming out for the baby thing, right? So here's what you can do. You're not feeling well. You went to urgent care and I'm the nurse calling so he can come and pick you up. Uh-huh. Okay. You're emerging okay. he's the emergency contact. That's you were put down as the emergency contact because you're the child's father. Okay, so I'm going to try my ex-boyfriend. I don't care if he's mad or not. Fuck him. I mean, not like that, but girl, fuck that again. Um, okay, so do you have somebody who we could do that to, too? Somebody, but somebody with, like, a good attitude. Like, I don't have my other phone, though. No, it's okay. I mean, not, I won't say the number or be weird about it or whatever, but just... And, and then, I'll, and because I edit all the videos, I'll bleep out the number when, when we say it, if you say it, so... It won't, it won't be like that. Um, any of that kind of show. <laughs> it's a fun show. It's a fun show. Um, but let's, let's do somebody that you know is going to like, but, but you know that has a good attitude that will pick up around 10, 11 p.m. Like. Yeah, I don't be calling nobody. So let me see who it be. Call Raheem Devine. That's a somebody. Everybody else is just 
They but see it, but I think he'll have a better attitude about it. I think he'll stay in the streets. <laughs> Only people they gonna be scared of is the police of our girl. Right. Okay, hold on. And what's his name again? Antonio. Okay. Antonio Reed Jr. Oh, and are you gonna say it's Nadia who's pregnant? Or are you gonna say Oh no, I know all his bitches. So say this this girl's pregnant. Um Ooh, who who's the bitch who fuck with the the baby mama I I, I Yeah, I remember her. <laughs> She's pregnant. But no, don't say her. Say um shit. Um I gotta bleep a lot of shit out fucking with fuck fucking with us. <laughs> Cause I ain't gonna do, I ain't messy. Okay, so wait, um, what is this bitch's, oh, Shay. There, 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 there's a girl named Shay that he, that he likes and he used to fuck with. Um, Shay. Yeah, say Shay. Say Shay is pregnant. Shay Say that. He gonna know when I edit the full video. I do do voices, so this is thinking interesting. Hello? Hi, good evening. Can I speak to Antonio Reed? Sorry, who is this? Um, my name is Jacqueline Smith. I'm actually calling from Care Plus Urgent Care. From where? For what? Care Plus Urgent Care. I actually have you down here as an emergency contact. For who? For Shay. And this Shay. Shay. Yes. But I just wanted to let you, she asked you down as an emergency contact. We had to bring her in. We're not sure who to contact for her. Uh, she had your number down, your name down, and everything. Uh, but she's pregnant, and uh, she's indicating that you might be the father. And we need somebody just to come to to come do a well check, come pick her up. Who is this person? Shay. Her name is Shay. Shay. She's pregnant and indicating I might be the father. What? That's what she has here on the paper here. I mean, we can. Uh, I don't even live in. New York. It looks like you're calling from New York. I don't even live in New York. And no, I, it's probably it's probably routing from our customer service location. And I think it's a general number. So where are you? Could you say that again, sir? Where are you? I'm in LA. I'm not in LA either. Well, that's where she is. Regardless of wherever you are, that's where she is, and that's where this baby is. Um, that's not my child. There's only one person that I know named Shea, and I haven't seen that person in almost 10 years. Well, She's indicating that you're the father of her child. Now, she's pregnant now, but she has a smaller child here with her. 
She, well, the child that she has here, the child that she has here is 10 years old. So that's why we're calling you because she indicates that you're the father of her child, not necessarily the child she's pregnant with. I didn't know you weren't in a relationship, but she indicates that you were the father of her child and she has a 10 year old here. It has now what I can do is I can send you out a I can send you out a paternity test. We can do that complimentary for you. I don't even know who that is. Like, Listen, sir, being it's it's 2020, about to be 2021. Being a father is very important. You know, I think that if you do have a chance of being the child's father. But you did say that you knew a shape and you hadn't seen her in about 10 years. And she has a 10 year old child here with her. You're not gonna listen to me, I'm hanging up and I'm done. I don't know what you're talking about. Yes, daddy. I'm trying to explain this to you so it makes sense. The person that I know whose name is shape and it's not even her real name. I actually don't even know her real name. If somebody that I haven't seen in over a decade, if not more, and I haven't had sex with anybody in the, in the L.A. area in over five years. So whoever that is has nothing to do with me, is what I'm telling you. You don't have to explain to me about being a father because I am a father. I'm raising a young woman right now. I have a daughter in college. So don't talk down to me like you're talking to me about some righteous shit. You can't tell me nothing. You don't know nothing about me. Sir, you need to walk. Please calm your tone. Uh, I mean, because I'm trying to deliver to you some important information. I can only disclose so much because this is, you know, it, it's policy. I can only disclose with so much. I'm trying to help you out. I don't know if she was hiding the baby from you or what she did, but I'm telling you now, she has you down as the father of the child and as an emergency contact. She's currently pregnant. She has a 10-year-old. So you might want to ask some questions. I know what I'm thinking about is not even possible. So I know for a fact it's not possible. Well, did you did you have unprotected sex with Shay? I mean, if you did, then uh, there's a chance that you conceived a child. I don't know what you're talking about. I don't know who that person is. Wallowing and pulling out isn't always the best method. One person that I know named Shay. That person doesn't even have any children. That you know of, sir. So, I see her on Instagram every single day. Yeah, and people hide children every day, but these, I'm, I'm telling you, I have a shape. Antonio Reed Jr. Right. is the name we have down on the paper. I'm going to call you because you need to be a dad. <laughs> God, that was hella fucking funny. <laughs> he just we don't need to do no more prank calls, bitch. That was the one right there. I'm gonna fuck. <laughs> God, he rolled with it. <laughs> That's my nigga boy. I swear, I used to be so in love with him. He's so funny. He really is a good sport. I don't know if I'm gonna tell him that that was a. Say what?
How are we gonna tell him? <laughs> I don't know. I haven't decided shit. I'm, I'm winging this shit. Okay, I don't. I'm winging it. I'm winging it. I don't know. I might tell him. I might motherfucking not. Girl, fuck him. He ain't shit. Anyway, <laughs> that was good though. That was really good though. <laughs> He said, don't tell me about being a father. I, I'm raising a child right now. <laughs> no, he really is a good father, and he really is doing a good job raising his daughter. So, I mean, I, he sounds like it. <laughs> I can't even hold him on that shit. He, he, he yeah, he, you know, he's good. And I'm glad that you mentioned. He all in the, he in the DM. Oh, no, but the funny part is I'm glad that you mentioned that, um, that she has a 10-year-old child or whatever. <laughs> because then that kind of be, that's going to be really confusing for them when they when they <laughs> it's all funny games good people it's all funny games it's all funny games we we, we know we just we just talking shit cracking jokes woo woo so <sighs> so that was a segment of prank calls on two chicks with a mic <laughs> oh yeah that was epic I love it <laughs> yes bitch that was a really good voiceover too Oh yes, dear. My my customer service voice is lit. <laughs> I love you so much. So, is there anything you want to say to close out the show? I mean, this was a phenomenal show. We've been talking for almost an hour. I can I can barely even imagine how we've been talking for this long, but because it, it's been going by so fast. But thank you for coming on the show. I 100% appreciate it. You are a gem. You called me out when you was like, "Girl, get your shit tight, get your shit together," and. And then you got this new single popping, so I really do feel connected to you on, on a different level. So thank you for coming on the show. I do love your music, regardless of anything. Like it, I, I'm not faking that shit. Like I really do. When it, like when when the record was sent to me and I heard it, I fell in love immediately. And the shit was on repeat for about thirty minutes. So thank you. It's really good. I hope I'm just trying to get better. You know, yeah. it's it's really about growth for me. That's it. Yeah. This is about growth and manifesting shit. You know, I, that's become cliche, you know, because so many people abuse the word manifest. You know, they don't know what it means to be whole and really go out here and attract the things you want. It's like, so that's where I'm at with it. I just want to be the person that I see in my mind because that I feel, you know, it's that's God telling me what to do. Yeah. 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 You are a gem. Two tricks for the mic, signing out. We got our girl, um, Holly Luciana in the building. And I got me, Nadia, talk Nadia, whatever. Uh, two tricks for the mic. We out of here, yo. I'm I'm so lit off that last shit. I couldn't even close out properly. Like, <laughs> that shit was lit. We must do it again. <laughs> yeah, yes, for sure. I'm going to have you back on as many times as, as whenever you want. Signing out. Two tricks for the mic. I love it. I love it. I love it. Love it. Bye. Nah, baby.